Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Breaking news, strengthening your immunity. The decision and new guidance tonight on boosters that could protect your health. The breaking news from the CDC. Plus, vaccine mandate fallout. Could some firehouses in New York City close because of the Big Apple's new rules? Queen goes to the hospital. The breaking news out of Buckingham Palace. Breaking news. The human remains found in a nature preserve are confirmed to be that of Brian Laundrie. We have the latest details. Contempt of Congress. Will former Trump advisor Steve Bannon face criminal charges after the House votes to hold him in contempt? The attorney general weighs in. Hostages in Haiti. A threat to kill kidnapped missionaries if a multi-million dollar ransom isn't paid. We're in Port-au-Prince where Haitians live in fear of the armed gangs. Prescription drug shortage. The U.S. is running out of more than 100 life-saving drugs, including critical medication for cancer and heart conditions. Eye on America, a national mental health emergency for young people. Can music be the cure? Jumping into action. What happens when an armed robber runs into a quick-thinking Marine? Dangerous produce. Hundreds of people sickened. A new warning about something that may be in your fridge. And pandemic love story. How these two frontline workers found love in the emergency room. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We're following breaking news on a number of stories tonight. but We want to start with a unanimous recommendation from a CDC advisory panel on the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson COVID boosters. 
Ten months after the FDA issued the first emergency authorization for a coronavirus vaccine, boosters are now authorized for all three COVID vaccines in this country. And there's also news tonight about mixing and matching. The FDA says it's safe to get any vaccine as a booster, regardless of which shots they had for their initial immunization. That's right. You can get any booster brand. So there's a lot to get to tonight. And CBS's Meg Oliver is in New York City to lead us off. Good evening, Meg. Nora, good evening. The CDC Advisory Committee's recommendations today set the stage for Americans to get the Moderna or Johnson & Johnson booster as early as Friday. We also learned the CDC will not change the definition of fully vaccinated. Those who get two shots of Pfizer or Moderna or one shot of Johnson & Johnson. Tonight, the CDC advisory panel recommended Moderna recipients who are 65 and older or at high risk because of their job, living situation, or underlying health conditions should get a booster shot at least six months after their second dose. The panel also recommended that any J&J recipient 18 or over get another shot at least two months after their first one. Do boosters get us closer to the finish line of beating COVID or simply managing it? At this point, we're not sure whether this gets us to the finish line or whether we'll need additional doses in the future. As for which shot to get, the panel did not give a recommendation on whether anyone should stick to the brand of their initial vaccine or mix and match, leaving it up to the individual. If you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and getting Pfizer and Moderna as your second dose, you get an enhanced boost of your immunity. Okay, you ready? Yeah. The late day vote now puts the final decision in the hands of CDC Chief Rochelle Walensky, who is not bound by the panel, but is expected to follow its recommendation. Today, the fallout continued in New York City over the mayor's new vaccine mandate for the city's more than 300,000 municipal workers who face mandatory unpaid leave if they are not vaccinated by the end of next week. With barely half of all firefighters vaccinated, there is already talk of firehouses closing. The chiefs are hearing from members that are saying they will absolutely not comply. And what happens in two weeks will be anyone's guess. COVID has been the leading cause of death among firefighters nationwide for the past two years. Here in New York City, if they have to start closing firehouses today, the mayor said they have a contingency plan in place to protect the city. Nora. All right, Meg Oliver, thank you very much. Also breaking tonight, the FBI says that the skeletal remains found in a nature preserve in Florida on Wednesday are in fact those of Brian Laundrie. Dental records confirm the match today. The 23-year-old had been missing for more than a month and was wanted for questioning in the death of his 22-year-old fiancée, Gabby Petito, who was found strangled to death last month in Wyoming. The couple had been traveling cross-country in a van. Well, the FBI says a backpack and a notebook belonging to Laundrie were also found near his remains. Searchers were led there on Wednesday by Laundrie's parents. That area had been underwater until recently. We also want to update you tonight on this breaking news. We're just getting in from Britain tonight. We're actually learning that Queen Elizabeth spent the night in a hospital. CBS's Holly Williams joins us now from London. And Holly, how is the Queen doing? Well, Nora, Buckingham Palace said in a statement tonight that the Queen stayed in the hospital overnight Wednesday for some, quote, preliminary investigations. She is now back in Windsor Castle, the home where she spent most of her time during the pandemic and which is just outside of London. She is apparently in, quote, good spirits. A royal source told us tonight that she stayed in the hospital overnight because it was too late for her to be driven home in the evening. 
The British monarch is 95 years old. The last time she was seen in public was two days ago at a reception with business leaders, including Bill Gates. She had to cancel an official visit to Northern Ireland early this week following advice to rest. She was recently seen using a walking stick. Her husband, Prince Philip, passed away just over six months ago. She is Britain's longest serving monarch, reigning as queen since 1952. Nora. At 95 years old. All right, Holly Williams, thank you so much. Well, tonight, new fears for the lives of those missionaries being held hostage in Haiti. There's actually a threat to kill them if millions in ransom isn't paid. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports from Port-au-Prince, where criminal gangs rule the streets. Tonight, a video appears to show the notorious gang's leader saying he will put a bullet in American hostages if he doesn't get what he wants. CBS News has not independently confirmed the authenticity of the video. The initial ransom demand was $17 million for the 16 Americans, including five children and a Canadian, abducted near this orphanage Saturday. They worked with Ohio's Christian Aid Ministries, where a spokesperson read a statement from their families today. We thank him that he is God and ask him to hear our prayers and bring our families home. In Port-au-Prince, Haitians once again protested the economic insecurity as well as the violence the missionaries' kidnappings have only served to underscore. School children are not off-limits. Buses full of passengers are targets, too. What is your fear? Like... 29-year-old driver Charles Joel, a married father of one, says the gangs charge an extortion fee. What happens if you don't pay? That, that means you cannot move. So you can't operate. Drivers for the aid group Food for the Poor can get hijacked, too. Monsignor Auger Beauvoir says gangs control roads to the south so they can't deliver to those in need. It's heartbreaking because how the goods available, but we can reach out to those people. He says kidnapping clergy and missionaries is yet another escalation by the gangs. Because a man of the cloth, whether you're feeling that insecurity as well? I do. I do feel that insecurity. I live and work here. And anybody can get kidnapped at any time. Adding to the crisis here, today the head of Haiti's national police resigned at a critical time not only for the country, but for those 17 hostages. Nora? It's getting increasingly dangerous. Manny Bohorkas, thank you. We want to turn now to what the American Medical Association is calling an urgent public health crisis. And believe it or not, those supply chain issues are to blame. Dozens of life-saving drugs are in short supply, forcing doctors to use less effective medications, I should say. We get more on this from CBS's Mark Strassman. At the University of Virginia Medical Center, 24-7, technicians fill single-dose drug orders for nearly 700 patients. Pharmacist Brian Spolhoff's job? Find drugs in short supply somehow. By the time I come in, we have a new list of new medications that are short. This is um, tocilizumab. Take this targeted anti-inflammatory tocilizumab, needed by both chemo and COVID patients, and there's not enough for all of them. If you run out of this, yeah, patients could die. Yeah, if we run out of this, patients aren't able to get some really important chemotherapy. And without that chemotherapy, um, they could die. Spolhoff's constantly looking for around 90 critical drugs. Doctors actually have to ration care based on what 
drug supply is available. Yes, absolutely. The FDA currently lists 109 drugs in such short supply nationally. The American Medical Association calls the shortage an urgent public health crisis that threatens patient care and safety. Three of the top five shortages, drugs used for chemotherapy, heart conditions, and antibiotics. With tocilizumab, UVA's hospital made a tough choice. Save it for chemo patients. Deny it to COVID patients. I think a really important thing is just kind of knowing the course of the disease. The ones treated by Dr. Patrick Jackson. It does mean that some patients are getting the drug that I would not ideally want to give them. Potentially worse outcomes? Potentially. Spolhoff knows what you're probably thinking. For a lot of patients, it will feel very unfair. But is there a solution? If I had a solution, we wouldn't be in this situation. And Mark Strassman joins us now from Charlottesville, Virginia. And Mark, I mean, is part of the problem that we're not making many drugs here in America anymore? No question, Nora. In fact, America makes less than a third of the prescription drugs that Americans need. But there are other forces contributing to this drug supply chain breakdown, including trade restrictions, the pandemic, and various complicated market dynamics. Bottom line is this. Hospitals do what they can with what they've got. Worst case, they have to deny patients the best medicine for them. Nora? Such an important story, Mark Strassman. Thank you. All right. House Democrats and a handful of Republicans have upped the ante in the Capitol riot investigation today here in Washington. They voted to hold former Trump advisor Steve Bannon in contempt for defying a subpoena. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more, including what happens next. No one, no one, no one is above the law. Tonight, House Democrats and nine Republicans vote to hold former Trump administration advisor Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress. Bannon has refused to turn over documents or appear at a deposition before the committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. People recognize um, that what happened on January 6th can't go uninvestigated. Republican leaders urged a no vote. The select committee despises Steve Bannon's politics, so they're abusing their power to put him in jail. The committee wants to know what Bannon told Mr. Trump ahead of the riot about his work with Stop the Steal organizers and his reported presence in a war room near the White House with Trump loyalists, including Rudy Giuliani, on January 6th. But former President Trump's lawyers have told staffers not to comply with the probe, claiming executive privilege. All we're asking is that Steve Bannon be treated the same as anyone in America who defies a lawful subpoena. And if he's not going to come in, then he should stand in an orange jumpsuit and tell a judge why he thinks he's above the law. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, who helped block a joint commission giving Republicans the ability to veto a Bannon subpoena, is now slamming the subpoena. They are using this to target their opponents. The contempt referral now goes to the Justice Department to decide whether to prosecute Bannon. The Department of Justice will do what it always does in such circumstances. It will apply the facts and the law and make a decision consistent with the principles of prosecution. And we've just learned the Department of Justice has already received that referral. If the agency decides to move forward, the next step would be a grand jury. Contempt of Congress can carry a sentence of up to a year behind bars and fines of up to $100,000. Nora? Chris Van Cleve, thank you. This week, several pediatric health groups took extraordinary action by declaring a national emergency in children's mental health. Ignoring a child's mental health can have dire consequences for their future. So CBS's Michelle Miller looks at an innovative program that provides help through music 
in tonight's Eye on America. A little bit more on that one. In John Wallace's music class, there's motivation in melody. Turn that guitar up. Every beat composed reminds students there's power in their playlist. Just that piece plays, see? See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some of them just open up about things they've never told people, and I'm like, holy crap. And you trusting me with that? With America's young people in the middle of a mental health emergency, the goal is to get students to open up about feelings like anxiety, anger, or depression. Music is like therapy to me. Music is like getaway. My music would almost be a reflection of how I was feeling. Yeah, sing, girl. By encouraging emotional expression at this alternative high school north of San Francisco, Wallace says he can solve another problem. The statistics are staggering. Young women dropping out of high school or have a higher rate of being single moms. Mm-hmm. 83% of incarcerated persons dropped out of high school. That was me. You know, I dropped out of high school. I chose to have a kid at 16, 17 years old, and the choices that I made after she was born landed me in Stan Quentin State Prison. But songwriting, he says... I wrote this one a couple days ago. Changed his trajectory. I would lock myself in a studio and just go at it. I wish that I could take your pain away. I know it's crashing like a tidal wave. That motivated him to start Stop, Surviving the Odds Project for teenagers. I like the rank. What you gonna do right there? Like Serena Hodgkinson. My situation was uh, family stuff that was um, continuously going on, and I eventually stopped going to school. She went back, graduated, got a job, produced an album on Spotify, and with classmates, performed at the county fair. As long as I have my feelings, whatever I've gone through, as long as I've gotten that out there and it's off of my chest, I'm good. Soon, Stop will launch at two more schools. Go back to the beginning. Where to? There's only one track record that counts. So basically, you get these kids through high school, you drastically reduce their chances of being arrested. I'm seeing it. Some of them have gone on to continue music. I know myself. I didn't know that uh, this could ha- this could ever happen to me. A small commission for songs key to life. For Ion America, Michelle Miller in Novato, California. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tonight, we're getting a stark warning on the effects of climate change. Reports from defense and intelligence agencies say natural disasters like floods and droughts are forcing tens of millions around the world to flee their homes. That's creating a threat to U.S. national security. One report recommends adding climate change as a basis for granting refugees status. 
All right, tonight, a warning from the CDC that a salmonella outbreak linked to onions imported from Mexico has sickened more than 650 people in at least 37 states, and nearly 130 people have had to be treated in hospitals. Businesses have been ordered to stop selling onions from Chihuahua, Mexico, distributed by ProSource Incorporated. If you have them at home, please throw them out. All right. A Marine in Arizona is being hailed as a hero for stopping an armed robbery at a gas station. Surveillance video shows three suspects entering the store, one pointing a gun at the cashier, while the Marine wastes no time disarming the robber within seconds. The hero told deputies, the Marine Corps taught me not to mess around. I mean, boy, did he move quick. Who doesn't love a love story, right? Well, tonight, the story of a love that blossomed in the darkest of times. Jacob Young and Kelsey Dunlap are ER nurses in Marietta, Georgia, who became inseparable during the pandemic. A marriage proposal was imminent. Here she comes. And Kelsey's devotion to her patients provided the perfect setup. She thought she was picking up a patient when Jacob popped out from behind the helicopter to pop the question. And I really didn't even register what was going on until he dropped to a knee. And then it finally all clicked. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting, he's asked me to marry him. <laughs> the made-for TikTok moment has been viewed two million times. But there was one bit of unfinished business. It was by far the most stressful day of my life. Of course, she said yes. When you know, you know. <laughs> Tomorrow, the great resignation. Why did 4 million Americans quit their jobs in August? And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.